Welcome to Dating After a Dry Spell with Drew, your host. How to get back out there and get true dating abundance without all the frustration. Caution, this podcast is intended for mature audiences, men age 30 plus. All right. Good morning, guys. Happy Saturday. <clears throat> Hope you guys are doing fantastic. Listen, let's talk about messaging in online dating. If you've been following my advice so far, you are now at the point where you're getting matches consistently. But the next question is, okay, what do I message her? How do I go from that message conversation to a phone number and hopefully to the real world? So let's talk about that today. There's two different examples, actually a bonus third, but two different examples I want to share with you guys today having to do with messaging and having to do with um, how hard and or easy it's going to be. I want to show you guys first an easy example, and then I also want to show you a slightly more difficult example after that. So um, let's take a look. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. Uh, We're going to start with uh, Ruby. And this is a little bit of an older example, but I wanted to just share it with you guys because it's a good example of how smooth this could go if you're dialed in. So I opened with just a small town girl. This is a song lyric that she knows. Most people know Journey. Almost everyone's done karaoke to it. So this is a good opener. Uh, By the way, I would recommend song lyrics, um, especially like the hot song of the moment as an opener. I think that's a great way to cut through some of the noise. It's not the best possible messaging opener necessarily. It's not the most cutting edge. It's been done, but it is better than, hey, or what's up, or W-Y-D, what you do it. That's not as effective right now. So uh, here's what I'd recommend. Start with song lyrics like I do here. Just a small town girl. She says, working in a big city. And I say, ha ha, so cheesy. What's up, princess? Now, a note here, be cautious about this whole what's up, princess thing. Someone will take offense. Some women do really like it, but it could be polarizing. She doesn't really care here. It can also be good. It can work in your favor. It's a little bit different. But just a note, some women might not like it. She says, ha ha, not much. Just relaxing you. And I say, got my hustle on as always. Is that wine in your hand, red or white? And that's referencing to a photo that she had on her profile. Um, it wasn't clear from the photo, but it was clear that she had a wine glass. So I'm just referencing her profile. She says, not yet, but if it were, it would be red. And then I ask Merlot or Cabernet. She replies, Cab, for sure. You are making me want a glass. Now, right here, I already know that this is a pretty compliant woman, a pretty like a sensualist uh, woman, because she's saying, I'm already watching her make things just by talking about wine. She already wants, wants wine. Um, she could also be an alcoholic. And just a sidebar, I'm alcohol. Uh, as someone who used to drink and used to use alcohol in the dating world and no longer does, and is now a sober dater, I will tell you, alcohol is a bullet train to getting in bed with people. It is a superpower life hack. It's the reason that most people use alcohol, in fact, is because it makes it so damn easy. And that's not a good thing. I think uh, if you survey people uh, who have been drinking for a couple years and hooking up, everyone has a number of stories about people they shouldn't have hooked up with while in alcohol. 
if you subtracted alcohol from the equation, if you just poof could wave a magic wand and alcohol was gone overnight, you would see people making like a lot of the problems with hooking up with people and then regretting it later would go away. But that's a sidebar. So I say, I have that effect on people. I'm playing up this idea that I'm making her want things. I love that, so I anchor into that. And I ask her, are you a party girl? She says, not since college, I have to be an adult now. Frowny face, do you party a lot? I say, not nearly enough. I'm like an old man, I don't even drink anymore. Now, uh, this is good, because now we've established neither of us party as much as we used to, or as much as we would like to. And uh, we both have partying in our past, so we know how to have fun. It's just that we're not having it right now. So, and I also admit to her, I don't even drink, but she is not dissuaded. She says, hangovers have definitely gotten worse. So what we're establishing here together is we can be each other's excuses to party. And that is the reason why we get to this next message. She just hits me straight with her number right here. Uh, if you are down to text instead. This, by the way, is a great approach as a man. Hey, can I get your number if you're down to text instead? That's the only excuse or explanation you need for why you're asking for a number. I mean, this conversation is very short. This is 13 messages back and forth. So sometimes it's just this easy and you can expect it to sometimes be this easy. Uh, so I texted her number and within a couple hours we were sexting. So this is not uncommon. Certain women, this has more to do with her than me. I mean, it has a little bit to do with me, but it also has a lot to do with her. She's in the moment. She's in the now. This was, um, I think this was, I initiated this chat at like 4.30 on a Friday, Friday afternoon. So she was feeling ready for the weekend and ready for some partying. And that, um, that got us to the number really quick. So it can sometimes be that easy. Now on the flip side, I wanna show you guys an example where it's sometimes a little bit more hard. So this exchange actually started on Christmas day of 2019. So you, know, you can match it with a girl and start a conversation anytime. So I say, hi there, Merry Christmas. She says a very Merry Christmas to you as well. She's nice and polite, responding and kind. I ask her, were you a good girl this year? She says, I must not have been. I didn't get anything under the tree sad face. I say, figures, you struck me as more of a naughty girl. She says, haha, you think so, huh? Double question mark. I say, just a cold read. She says, it's possible you're right. I say, I hope I am. Nice girls bore me. So right here, we've established a couple things. Um, cold read, quick, gets with evidence, right? You're going to try to get her to help you understand who she is by defining her very rapidly. Um, right now, I've already set up this dichotomy, good girl versus naughty girl, and I'm trying to ask her to place herself. And she's being a little bit coy, but she's saying it's possible that I'm a naughty girl. And I'm letting her know my standards and what I'm looking for indirectly here. Nice girls bore me. I'm looking for maybe mean girls. Maybe I'm looking for naughty girls. Maybe I'm looking for party girls, right? Those are all options that are open, but I'm definitely telling her, don't be boring, don't be too nice. So she's saying, you should have seen my old bio. She goes into elaborate detail here. She says, it wins something like this. I could get you hard with the way I chug a beer. I don't take shit. I have a potty mouth that can make a sailor blush. I can rock sky high heels, sky high heels. I can be sweet enough to make your mama fall in love with me while I give you a hand job under the table. Can you handle it? 
This, by the way, for any women out there that are looking to make a difference in their dating results and are looking for a non-conventional way to write their profile, every woman will write something like this. Most women will play off this whole Madonna whore dichotomy, lady in the streets, freak in the sheets type of thing. That is a cultural value we've inculcated in women. We've said we want this from you, and so now they're giving it back to us. So it's very common and a great way to stand out or to appear different and attract a higher value or higher quality man would be to play off that, um, that dichotomy and, and flip it up a little bit or maybe uh, speak some truth to it. But I gave her a heart on this one. I like that description. It's playful, naughty, slightly dirty. So I give her a heart and I say, why do you change it? Again, without, without any kind of emoticon or without any punctuation. Notice not only how much she's writing relative to me, she's writing more. But notice that I'm using less punctuation than her as well. So the tone of your texting or your messaging is very important. The tone I'm putting across here is a sort of a dry, um, a little bit active disinterest, a little bit disinterested, um, sort of neutral tonality with standards, right? And if you just send what you would ordinarily send, but you take out all the punctuation, you'll notice that has that so I say, why do you change it? And she says, it was sort of attracting the wrong kind of attention, crying, laughing face. She says, I like to think I'm a pretty good bag of fun, fun bags, bag of fun, notice the double entendre, subtle right there. But I'm so not into tools and douchebags, and I'm also not just on Tinder to score a bunch of hookups. And I say, I like it. Now, obviously there's some hilarious female uh, logic here Tinder is the largest hookup app on the face of planet Earth right now. And she's saying no hookups, right? I don't want to be hookup, hooking up on a dating app, on a hookup app. Um, <laughs> Tinder's now match.com, late breaking news. Um, but the reason that women have taken to saying that so emphatically on Tinder is that most guys on Tinder, of course, guys get on Tinder saying, I want to hook up, I'm going to get on the hookup app. <clears throat> Most guys are so bad at approaching that whole conversation. They're so inept and unprofessional. They're such amateurs in approaching that hookup conversation. And, you know, all love, no hate. I was there as well. But women are so disgusted by immaturity and the amateur aspect of this. It's such a turnoff that they have to turn off that whole idea and shut it down before it even starts. Because 99.9% .9 of guys, or let's say 98% of guys are ineffective and amateurish at getting to a hookup, she has to say, blanket, 100% of guys, don't approach me for a hookup, I'm not here for a hookup. This woman says, I'm not on Tinder to score a bunch of hookups, and uh, a few days later, I'll spoil a surprise, we went out for you know one drink, and that turned into me staying over at her house. So just all that to say, uh, women understand that women say the things that they want and don't want for a reason, understand what that reason is, and then you can understand how you guys can work together so that you can both get what you want. So I say I like it, of course. What else am I gonna say? I'm definitely gonna agree. And then I ask her, what are you really looking to score? This is an important concept in messaging on online dating. What are you really looking for? Um, you have to have an answer for this. You have to have a good answer, and she should too. So she does have a good answer. She says, a good man who will treat me right, take care of me, make me feel like a queen, and choke me in bed. 
crying, laughing emoji, of course. This, by the way, I would say probably 80% of women will resonate with this statement. This is a very common request. Women do want to be treated right. They do want a man to take care of them. They do want to feel like a queen and they want to be choked in bed or they want some level of kink. They want good sex, right? Probably more so than, than men do. So uh, she's definitely being open and honest with me, which I appreciate. And so I say, um, I say, doesn't sound like too much to ask to me. Sorry about all this uh, scoring. I was doing this um, live and it, uh, I was just marking up the screenshot. Uh, I say, it doesn't sound like too much to ask for me. She says, that's what I say. And then I say, drinks tomorrow night. So in matching, as long as you have agreement, as soon as you are on that sort of the crest of the wave and you've gotten to a high point in a conversation, uh, you can close for the date. And this is what I do. I just go right in for the close. Um, the, the bigger danger, in fact, is not going in for the close and having the back and forth drag on to the point that you're now pen pals and she's no longer excited about meeting you or she doesn't even know that you want to meet her. Your intention to meet her is, is, is hidden because you didn't invite her out. So it's not as risky. It's not real risky at all to invite her out first thing. Worst case scenario, she's going to have an objection or she's going to give you a stall and then you just got to work through that, right? And you can still get to the date. So that's in fact what happened in this conversation. I'm not gonna go through the whole thing because it's like, it basically goes five hours of back and forth. Uh, we sent almost 90 messages in this back and forth, which is, I'm telling you that because I want you to know sometimes you have to put in a little bit more effort. I say drinks tomorrow night. I think she said something, what she said was, um, I don't know, my plans are up in the air. I'm a little busy, I might be called into work. And just indistinct, right? I, I can't make plans. I don't wanna be definitive. And so rather than narrow in and like hammer her on that and be like, well, what about Thursday at two? What about Friday at seven? What about Saturday at four? What about Sunday at five? Which, you know, would convey all the wrong things that I've got a completely open schedule with no other options and she's my only match. I don't do that. What I then go into is, cool. Like what else would you like to know about me? Let's talk more. You don't know very much about me right now. Because if you look back through our conversation here, she shared a bit about herself but I haven't shared much about myself. So attraction was there. If you remember my video on attraction and comfort, attraction is there. You can assume attraction because you guys matched. All right, you're on a dating site, you matched. She's attracted to you, but comfort isn't there. So I had to build some comfort. I just shared some stories from my life, uh, let her know a little bit more about me, let her into my story. And at that point, we get a little bit farther in the night. At 10.05 PM, we get to the following exchange. Eventually I have to say, well, I'm interested enough to meet you, but scheduling ball is in your court, right? This goes back to a very healthy attitude, which is you're gonna only go so far to try to meet her and she has to come the other 50% of the way. You go 50, she needs to come 50. You're equals. Otherwise, if you're going 75, you're putting in too much effort. You can't want it more than she wants it. Obviously that's supplicative and it starts the relationship off on a really bad path if you're putting in all the work and she's not working at all, that's not where you want to be. She replies with, I'm interested, just cautious, which women should be. She says, I've not had much success in translating textual chemistry to in-person. I guess you could say I've become a little jaded. Of course, of course you have. Naturally is what I reply. Uh, all women are jaded on online dating if they've been on it for longer than 12 seconds. 
I'm dated in online dating. We're all jaded in online dating, all right? If you've been on it for any length of time. But then when I pivot to is this proposal, I say we could always do something completely outlandish, such as dot, 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 talk on the phone. And she says, wow, you're right. That's an insane suggestion. Crazy face and hand covering her mouth in shock face emojis. And I say, I know, I know, I'm a maverick. I'm just tucking myself in, but could chat for a few men now. Otherwise, I'll have to look at my busy schedule tomorrow to find a slot for you. Thinking face, I love the thinking face emoji. She says, are you sure I'm not the one with a slot for you? Devilish face, crazy face. I give her a heart on that. And she says, haha, give me a second. And I'm warning you, I am super obnoxious or I'm, I'm super awkward on the phone is what she said. And I said, not to worry, I have a super obnoxious nasally voice. She said, oh man, that's a deal breaker. If you have a nasally voice, I'm gonna have to hang up right away. And I tell her, you know, no problem, just fake an emergency. So now we're bantering and we actually have something upon which to key in as soon as we get on the phone to get over the awkwardness and to bridge from the messaging into the phone conversation, which is in fact what we did. Um, I was like, you don't sound awkward. How do you like my sexy nasally voice? And she was like, it's not nasally at all. We talked for two hours that night. This is Christmas night. Talked for two or three hours, stayed up way too late. And then uh, five days later, I was in her um, home. We went, you know, we met up first at a, in a public place and then uh, I went to her home and we watched a Disney movie and, you know, fell asleep in each other's arms. So uh, this is what can happen. It's an example of, and by the way, after she says, ha ha, give me a second, uh, I gave her five minutes and then she said, okay, what's your number and called me. So this is an example of when it can be a little bit more difficult. And again, I wanna highlight that this thread began at um, like around 4 p.m. and it ended at 10 p.m. Uh, so it's five or six hours of chatting back and forth to get that comfort built to the point that we get on the phone, which built more comfort, also built more attraction and led naturally to the date. Uh, so I hope you took some lessons from that. Final, final thing, final example I'm gonna show you guys. Here we go, this is Hinge. This is more recent, February 28th, 3.38 p.m. I liked Maria's answers. She invites me to start the chat. I ask her, how long have you been meditating? Reasonable question. She does not respond. She ghosts me. I say, March 6th, <laughs> weeks later, what's your number we should hang out? Crying, laughing face, and she sends me her number. So that is three messages to get to her number. The, literally the only actual message she put in effort to write to me was her phone number. So uh, <laughs> that just goes to show you some women are, they're just not in the mood. You just didn't catch them at the right time. Timing is everything. And because I was attracted to this woman and we had a lot of things in common like the gym, meditating, staying healthy, veganism, I actually gave it another go. I waited some time and I just went back through and followed up. Again, if you guys are in sales, you know the fortune is in the follow-up. It was in this case. And she apparently appreciates men of action. She doesn't want a lot of back and forth. She doesn't want a lot of texting. She just wants a phone call. And so there's the number. So it can be that easy. It can be kind of easy. It can be fairly difficult or it could be that easy. So you guys need to condition yourself not to give up immediately and to actually deal with some of these stalls and objections. Like women are, it's not always going to be this smooth, easy path. Like I showed you in this first example where, um, where it was 13 messages over maybe two hours 
and boom, there's the number. She just volunteers. I didn't even have to ask for it, right? Sometimes it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Sometimes it's going to be incredibly easy if you have the balls to follow up and follow through. So I hope that was useful for you guys. If you have questions, uh, let me know in the comments or message me. If you would like me to take a look at your messages and give you some feedback, I would be more than happy to do that. And I hope that you do reach out because I can probably help. So I hope you're doing great. I hope you're staying safe and healthy. Take care of yourself. One love. Thank you ever so much for listening. For more, please hit me up at bit.ly backslash 10xdating. That's B-I-T punto L-Y 10xdating. I will answer your dating questions 100% for free within 24 hours via email. DrewTheHuman.substack.com to join the email list. DrewTheHuman.substack.com And you can also check me out on Medium, all my articles medium.com at Drew the Human. Thanks again. Hope you found this valuable. Chat with you soon. Sayonara. Ciao. Bye.